I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The 11 to 1 Show. Has she swapped hard-hitting politics for the longest-running chat show? A lot of people talking about one lady for the late, late. More on that after Tina Turner in 11 to 1. No matter what way we look at it, there's going to be a furore over this, right? Because if history is anything to go by, there was furores any time a new Late Late Show host took up the helm, right? So... If you think back to when Pat Kenny took over from Gayburn, I mean, come on, big shoes to fill there. Big Ferrari, big Ferrari. People didn't like it. Oh, they didn't like it at the time. Then in 2009, when Ryan Tuberty takes over, Ferrari, Ferrari over that as well. So no matter what way we look at it, whoever is going to take the big job, there's going to be a Ferrari. There's going to be a Ferrari, but there seems to be one name very much being talked about. There's a lot of buzz about this lady right now and a lot of people are thinking that maybe she is going to be next. Claire Byrne, they're saying, is likely to take over hosting. Now, is likely. I'm not giving an announcement. I have no clue. I'm in the dark as much as anyone. Uh, so she, they're saying, is most likely because Miriam O'Callaghan has t- taken her hat firmly out of the ring. She is happy where she is. She doesn't want the job. This is according to an insider So Claire Brown, current favourite to take over. Uh, This is according to the Irish Mirror. The journalist is being the most talked about person in RTE right now. Now, we know that she sort of took a breather from TV to focus on family, that kind of thing. But she's definitely going to be returning with a new exciting gig, which will maybe put some of those naysayers that think, no, she's just current affairs. She's just hard hitting. There's no sort of light entertainment side to her. This might put all of that to bed because she is going to come to our TV screens uh, as soon as April 2nd um, because she's going to be putting together a new quiz show. Okay, so she's going to be putting Ireland's most intelligent quizzers through their paces. It's called Smartest uh, Ireland's Smartest it's called. So they're going to trawl through the country to find contestants with a wealth of knowledge and it's going to be starting on April 2nd and she is super, super excited about this and I think this could be the way that we will see a different side, I think, to Claire Byrne. We'll see maybe a bit of fun, a bit of crack in her as well, you know, so... Watch this space. Watch this space is all I'm going to say with regards to this. I think that she could change a lot of people's minds and I'm excited to see her step into that new realm of, you know, quiz show and, and what she's going to make of that. But there's a lot of chat about her. Could she be the one? You never know. 
Bruno Myers, locked out of heaven on LMFM's 11 to 1. It is the end of a beautiful relationship. Nigel, as people will know, is from the wee county of Louth. He lives in New York City and for oh but a fleeting moment in between where the clocks get ready to go forward over here and when the clocks change for him in New York he gets to experience all that is wonderful about the 11 to 1 show but he's just informed me right now on 086 1800 658 he says Dear Sinead I mean he starts off with Dear Sinead I mean I know that this is going to break my heart when the clocks go forward this weekend in Ireland and everyone is complaining this Monday about losing sleep I will be missing your voice for that extra hour and then he signs off until next year Slán August Bannacht from NYC I mean he's just hitting me in the gut with that message Nigel what are we going to do we're not going to have the banter with you you know as you get ready for your day in New York I mean it's just it is tragic he's also reminded me that the clocks are in fact going forward which means all sorts of confusion are going to happen for people yeah the clocks are going forward this Sunday, 26th at 1am. Okay, so of course, there's going to be a lot of confusion. The first thing is the phone confusion. Did my phone change itself? Did I adjust it myself? The impending feeling of doom sets in. <laughs> and you'll spend the next little while going, am I two hours off? Am I ahead? Should I change it? What's going on with the phone? I think most phones change automatically, people. Okay, so please don't worry about that. The other big thing that people will be freaking out about is you'll have an hour less in the pub. I know, I'm sorry. You'll keep an eye on the clock, 1am, and then suddenly it's 2am. Oh, then it's out the door and home you have to go. If you do stay in, you can't sleep. You just can't, okay? Not going to happen. Am I going to miss the clocks changing? I mean, you know, the kids are going to get up way too early. Way too early. And it's going to be bright. You can't trick them. Those dark out curtains, they don't work. They've robbed you of another hour. And if you've been the one that's been still in the pub, <laughs> I pray for you because you've got a hangover as well. Irish people will miss mass. You will miss mass because you forgot that the clocks have gone forward. <laughs> and you will be late for work if you work on the weekends as well. And people will then on Facebook flood social media talking about that grand stretch in the evening. These are all things that are going to happen when the clocks go forward. The 11 to 1 show. Today, the Irish Cancer Society are kickstarting their annual Daffodil Day fundraiser. We're going to be hearing from CEO of the Irish Cancer Society, Avril Power. She has a message for us this Daffodil Day. But first, back to the music. Here's Maroon 5. Every three minutes, somebody in Ireland is hearing the words, you have cancer. This year, the Irish Cancer Society is encouraging all of us to support their annual Daffodil Daffodil Day appeal. The cost of living crisis, of course, as well, has put an added strain on those impacted by cancer, causing an increased demand for their services. Avril Power, she's CEO of the Irish Cancer Society, explains the importance of this year's annual Daffodil Day event. 
Daffodil Day um, kicks off this morning um, in villages, towns, communities all across Ireland. Um, local volunteers will be coming together to paint their areas yellow and to raise vital funds for the Irish Cancer Society research and services. It's a day of hope. Um, when we first started Daffodil Day, only three in ten Irish people survived cancer. Today, six out of ten do. And our mission at the Irish Cancer Society is to get that to ten out of ten so that nobody has their life tragically cut short by this disease and that is why daftal day is so important because the more we raise the more we can do and the more people we can help the more life-saving research we can fund and the faster we can turn today's terminal cancers into tomorrow's treatable and survivable ones. The Irish Cancer Society only gets three percent of our funding from the state so we're really reliant on daftal day to fund all of our life-saving research and our vital free supports like our night nurses our counselling services and transport services The cost of living crisis means that more people than ever need our help this year. So we're really hoping for a strong daftal day so that we can be there for everyone who needs us and ensure that nobody in Ireland has to go through cancer alone. Well, every three minutes, someone in Ireland hears the words, you've got cancer. Um, And the Irish Cancer Society is there for them at every step of their journey from from diagnosis through treatment and indeed at at end of life. Um, All of that work, our in-home night nursing service, our counselling service, peer support, free hospital transport, all of that is funded by donations. We have to raise over 25 million euro every year. And that is why Daftal Day is so important, because this is the day when communities across Ireland come together to raise vital funds for people affected by cancer in their area and to give people hope um, of a brighter future where nobody will die from cancer. We're really grateful for any support that people can give for those affected by cancer in their community today. Um, You can donate online on cancer.ie through Revolut um, and indeed by supporting volunteers in your community buying a pin or other merchandise from local volunteers Um, and every euro will make a huge difference to somebody affected by cancer in your local area. Thank you so much to Avril Power giving us that message on this Daffodil Day. We will be joining Pat O'Shaughnessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew as well. They are out and about in Dundalk catching up with a lot of volunteers that are selling those pins and the fresh daffodils. We'll catch up with Pat a little bit later on. Now here's the Water Boys. Oh, it's been ages since I heard that one. Water boys, fishermen blues. We don't have the blues. We are very happy. And what is the colour of happiness? Yellow. What else is the colour of yellow? Daffodils. And let me tell you, towns and villages across this country are awash with beautiful daffodils today. It is Daffodil Day. And we're going to be joining Pado Shocknessy. He is live from Clembrassel Street in Dundalk. He's chatting to volunteers who are working so, so hard for the Irish Cancer Society. We'll chat to Pat next. The 11 to 1 show. The annual Daffodil Day fundraising campaign for the Irish Cancer Society. It's beginning today. Volunteers are selling fresh daffodils and daffodil pins around the northeast. And the Irish Cancer Society is calling on us to donate this weekend and show solidarity and support for anyone affected by cancer. Pat O'Shaughnessy is out and about. He's on Clan Brussels Street, surrounded by beautiful daffodils. How are we getting on, Pat? Good morning. Ashenade, yes, you're very welcome along to Clan Brussels Street in Dundalk today. I have to say, spring is certainly in the air and blue skies overhead as we look around 
And what better way to um, start Daffodil Day than Blue Skies in spring? I'm delighted to be with Kieran Clark. He's the president of the Lions Club in Dundalk. He took over last year for the collections in Dundalk and last year they raised the magnificent sum of 24,000 here locally. Of course, it's not just Dundalk. It's gone on right around the country. So there's towns, uh, every town and village that you're in and you pop outside, you'll see tables and you'll see daffodils all over the place. Kieran Clark, 24,000 was an amazing uh, collection last year. Yes, we were delighted with it. it was our first year doing it and uh, we were even hoping for a bigger sum this year because it's a fantastic cause and it only happens once a year but there's not a family in Ireland that is not touched in some way or other by cancer. And I think uh, th- that's, that's the core issue of what Daffodil Day is. It's become synonymous with cancer. Sometimes people don't really know what's at the back of it. The volunteerism, as you say, that has been in every household around the country. You know, it, it's, 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 it's an amazing charity. Yeah, it is, it is a fantastic charity and it's, it's one of the most deserving causes in the country. And in Dundalk today and in the surrounding areas, we have about 25 five points where people are standing there all day collecting money for Daffodil Day. And if you look at our socials, of course, you'll see some of the videos we've put up and we've seen people all over Dundalk. And of course, that's been replicated right across Ireland today. It is indeed. All over Ireland are volunteers, thousands and thousands of volunteers out giving up their time to collect money for this worthy cause. And you stepped in two years ago and now it's become part of what the Lions Club in Dundalk do. You're very much for the community. Yes, and we're delighted to do it. As Lions members, uh, we serve and we serve our communities as well as we can. And uh, we took over when they were in need. The, the, the other people who had been doing it before, some of them were elderly and couldn't do it anymore. So we took over as, as a unit to do it. And we organised this. We've been doing it for the last month, organising people for points. And everybody has turned up and everybody is, the weather has been very favourable. And we're delighted. And when you think, you know, that, that they are volunteers standing out of their own free time, you know, it, 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 that's, I think, the bit that, that, that touches everybody. It is, and some people who are standing out today actually suffer, suffer from cancer themselves. Some are in remission, some are uh, cured, hopefully, and everybody knows the value of what, what Daffodil Day is about. Kieran Clark, the president of the Lions Club there. Thank you very much, Kieran. Thank you very much. Sinead, that's what it's all about, I have to say. Um, it's, and it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. And it, no matter where you are across our region, and of course right across Ireland, you will see a daffodil table, a daffodil flower, daffodil badge. Put your hand in your pocket. It's a wonderful cause. We'll talk to you for more of the same in a little while. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paddy Shocknessy there from Clembrassel Street. Wonderful volunteers doing so much. If you aren't out and about, you can donate online, cancer.ie. But they will be at points around the place uh, particularly shopping centres in Dundalk, Drogheda and Navin town centres. You'll see them there uh, and uh, donate anything you can. Who doesn't love a gorgeous bunch of beautiful yellow daffodils in their house? I mean, instant mood lifter right there. Here's another mood lifter for you. It's Huey Lewis on the news on 11 to 1. It is Friday. The weekend is but a mere few hours away. And... We want to get into the Friday feeling, don't we? How do we do that on 11 to 1? Well, Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1. I missed this last week because we had St. Patrick's Day, but our man Fionn is back. Fionn has gone deep into the archives to bring you a Friday Floor Filler song, but we're going to dance to that after 12. But before that, he likes to build anticipation every week for what his Friday Floor Filler song might be. Don't you, Fionn? Hey, Sinead. Yes, I'm back with another Friday Floor Filler. 
this one is guaranteed to get you ready for the weekend. If you're not familiar, I've taken an upbeat song, took a little snippet out of it, and I've reversed it. All you have to do is guess the name and the artist of the song. Here's a little snippet in reverse. Oh, what do you think? I'll give it another spin. If you think you know what my Friday floor filler is today, text, WhatsApp or voice note into Sinead with your answers. Best yeah, of luck. Thank you so much, Fionn. I think you'll get it. I think you'll get it. I have full faith in you. 086-1800-658. The artist might be a little tricky, but if you can get the name of the song, fair play to you. Keep uh, your messages coming in. There's one or two trickling in. 086-1800-658. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Going back in time to 1975 and on this day Muhammad Ali and Chuck Weppner fought each other in a boxing match at the Richfield Coliseum in Ohio. This was Ali's first boxing bait after the rumble in the jungle and the fight was billed as give the white guy a break. Of course Ali won the fight as well. And today is Daffodil Day, a day to support the great work the Irish Cancer Society is doing for people living with cancer. Volunteers are out in every town, village and city in Ireland selling daffodils. You can donate as well, cancer.ie. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. No messing with you today on uh, the Friday Floor Filler song. Loads of people, we weren't sure if you'd get the artist, but you're getting it on 086-1800-658. Brian and Kildare, you're right. Um, Also, we have... Who is it? Derek is right as well. He's got the name of the song anyway. Uh, we also have Deirdre getting it right as well. Uh, we have Niall McMahon getting it right as well. And 086-1800-658. Do you, if for anyone that did miss it, I will play the snippet before we hear the song after 12. But uh, keep those guesses coming in. 086-1800-658. Paddy Casey, Saints and Sinners on LMFM's 11 to 1. Can I please, please, please play the Friday Floor Filler snippet again? Of course I can. It is the Friday Floor Filler song. Lots of people getting it right on 086-1800-658. We are going to be playing it after 12 in its entirety. But here it is, a little snippet of it reversed. Can you tell me the name of the song and the artist from our little snippet here? You kind of, from the little twang, you can kind of get it maybe. Uh, Patricia in RD has it with the right uh, artist on it as well. Fair play to you. Dave Doggett in Trim has it as well on 086-1800-658. We're going to be playing that in its entirety after 12+. plus. John Wick returns to cinemas uh, and we'll have more from Pat and the LMFM Roadrunner crew. They're live from Dundalk for Daffodil Day. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore. We are supporting the Irish Cancer Society Daffodil Day fundraiser. Pat O'Shaughnessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are in Dundalk. We're going to join Pat very, very shortly. 
Rag and Bone Man with Skin on LMFM's 11 to 1. Yes, we are supporting the Irish Cancer Society today. It is their Daffodil Day. Pat O'Shaughnessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are out meeting Daffodil Day volunteers in Dundalk. How are things going, Pat? Ah, yes, Sinead, uh, you join me uh, for the second time today and really spring is in the air. And of course it is when Daffodil Day is happening all over the country. It's been replicated absolutely everywhere. I've moved locations and I'm now at the Long Walk Shopping Centre and I met two lovely ladies who I wasn't quite sure whether they were sisters or mother and daughter. But I threw my hat in the ring and decided, I'll go for mother and daughter. And I think I was right. Tara Mackle, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? And um, Mam's with you there and you're enjoying the day so far. Yeah, we're having the crack, meeting lovely people. And you're a volunteer and you're a volunteer because today means something special to you. Um, yeah, Daffodil Day hits close to home to us because um, about two years ago my dad was diagnosed with bowel cancer so it's just great to be able to give back. And um, looking at you there and looking at the way you're interacting with the people, you, you, you seem to be, I, I notice serious moments and light moments, so you're obviously having chats and discussions with people as they come up to you. Yeah, it's great to hear. It's mad the amount of people that are coming up and telling you their own stories. Um, I was just saying there, like me and mum were probably the two worst people to have standing here because we cried anything and everyone's telling us their stories and I think we were here about three minutes and we were nearly already crying. But isn't that wonderful that you know that people are, are, are on the same journey with you and that you can understand that other people are out there and that's the big thing about Daffodil Day, that it brings that whole community together? Yeah, definitely. Like when you're going through something like this, um, you feel you are on your own, but it's great to see today really show that you're not on your own and everyone, everyone has their own stories and examples of it. And are the people being nice and generous to you? Oh, definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, why wouldn't they with a of lovely course, smile yes. like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go over to Mam because she said she wouldn't talk to me. But we'll try her. And as I said earlier, I don't know if the leads will stretch across. But um, Louise, hi, how are Hello, you? Hello, how are you? Uh, especially there for you. It is, it yeah, is, yeah. yes, yes. As Tara said, Paul was diagnosed about two years ago with cancer. And thankfully, he's he's doing well and had his treatment and everything. But yeah, it's a good, good day. You need to be out here and... Making money for the cause, yeah. And shared stories. Shared stories, mm. shared stories, yeah. I'm just going to repeat everything Tara said. The people are coming up and we really are the two worst because we've cried everything yeah. and we're hearing all the stories. But most people have a story. But it makes you feel that you're not on your own. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's the most important yeah. thing, yeah. 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 And the whole organisation, to think that this is happening right across Ireland, oh, you know. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's absolutely, it's, it's, it's a great cause and it actually, it sells itself. And as I said to Tara, even before my husband got sick, it's the one day you'd always go out with money in your pocket because you knew you were going to donate no matter yeah, what. You, yeah. you weren't trying to duck or dive like you usually would. Everybody, yeah, everybody has money in their pocket for it, yeah. Well, well thanks, ladies. Thanks for sharing your, your story and thank you very much for talking to me. And uh, we'll say they definitely look like sisters, not mother and daughter. I'm 100% of that, Sinead. I know it's dangerous territory, but look, if you're out and about anywhere across the northeast, there is a table near you. There are people in their high-vis vests with daffodil day written all over them. Take a, pick up a pen, pick up a badge, pick up a flower whatever it may be you're helping a very worthy cause and you're sharing stories like that talk to you again later probably near one o'clock but for now we'll say bye bye thank you so much Pat and thank you so much to those volunteers sharing their stories cancer.ie if you're not out and about and you want to donate a few bob to them The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi, I'm Crossy. Paddy McGuinness has a brand new game show called Tempting Fortune and it's on Channel 4. It'll air after a celeb bake-off and here's Paddy explaining what it's about. It's uh, 12 people were to come out to South Africa. Right. And they've got an 18-day trek 
And if they make the 18-day trek, they get a share of £300,000. But the snag is, along the way, they get tempted by things that cost money. Now, it could be normal things like tea and coffee, but it's over-the-top prices. So it'd be like a cup of coffee for 500 quid. And I know people who live in London going, yeah, yeah <laughs> we nearly there. The rest of the country would be, would be horrified by that. <laughs> so it's about people spending the money, but it comes off the prize pot, which causes a bit of ruction in the group. Ed Sheeran has released a new song called Eyes Closed. It's ahead of his three arena gig next week. Ed is playing the three arena on the 30th of March and tickets sold out in minutes. The fourth instalment of John Wick is out now. With its intense fighting scenes, Keanu was asked how he gets ready for it. Here's what he said. I mean, I love the role. I love preparing. I love training. And then going from training into the flow, there's so much cooperation, teaching, and then going into the action of it. And then for me, just what's dramatically the story being told. And what I mean by that is, you know, John Wick's fighting for his life. Yeah. And he kind of gets knocked down, he gets hit by cars, he jumps out of windows, he gets shot off of buildings, but he keeps coming back. That's The Buzz, I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, he keeps coming back. Keanu Reeves, we're going to be chatting about him in Real Reviews with Niall in a little while. But first... It's just about time to start the weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. Oh, yes. We are all getting it today. Uh, I've got another few messages trickling in. Uh, it's coming in from Dylan. He's got it right. Also, we have Mary Matthews with it right. Who else have I got on my text? It's my wife's birthday. And Sinead, is it Michael Gray? I can't wait for the weekend. It just might be. Here it is. What a bop of the weekend. Michael Gray, our Friday floor filler song. We cannot wait for the weekend to be to begin. Graham has been on on 086-1800-658. He's getting on to Dylan, who guessed correctly the Friday floor filler song. And he says, tell that Dylan fella to get back to work. Talk about your weekend dreams being shattered, Dylan. Is Graham your boss, maybe? <laughs> telling you to get back to work and stop entering the Friday Floor Filler song. Brilliant. Look, it's nearly there, Dylan. Clock off time. It's not too far. Hopefully that's got you in the mood for your Friday and for your weekend. Now, something else that's guaranteed to get us ready for the weekend is Real Reviews. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Keanu Reeves is back in the cinema. LMFM's Real Reviews Sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas Enjoy a ticket to every movie With My OmniPass For more information Log on to Omniplex.ie Forward slash join And enjoy the greatest blockbusters All the time At Omniplex Deluxe Strahada Dundalk And Balbriggan It's Friday We're talking movies Niall O'Brien is on the line How are you getting on Niall? I'm doing great because this is going to be the most action. I tried to pack more action into today's show and I couldn't. Okay. We have all the action in oh, today. Really. So yeah. excited am I because, you know, not just that I you are back in cinemas yeah. and back in our lives, <laughs> Niall, but Keanu Reeves is back in the cinema. Very excited. Uh, but before we get into talking about that, we have our competition. 
That's right, our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now? Identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker. You can win a pair of tickets to the Omniplex Cinema for the film of your choice. And the film of your choice this week should be a certain Jonathan Wick 4. Oh yeah, and uh, the locations are Omniplex Deluxe Venue, Drogheda Omniplex in the Balbriggan and Omniplex in Dundalk. And as you say, great films out now. See them on the big screen and all the details, omniplex.ie. So I think I'm going to go out on a limb and really go out on a limb and I'm hoping because I think this could affect our friendship if this mystery voice is not who I hope it is my heart's going to be shattered into a million pieces just saying just throwing it out there now and I haven't alright okay missed. you haven't listened right well <laughs> listeners you know me am I going to go for the obvious one or am I going to go for something a little bit left field so all I will say is this man walks oh. around with a uh, with a, a blue M&M and a red M&M mm. in his pocket in case people come up to him in the street and go, you're from that film. <laughs> I love it. Who is this talking now? 86 Yeah, I discovered acting. I came to acting at the age of 10 professionally. I But I did little things in school, starting with elementary school where I did my first performance. Right, that, that's it. The friendship is over. It's just... Oh, no. Yeah. Like, Look, you you heard Keanu when Crossy did his bit earlier on. I so. did, I did. That's was, all you get. I started yeah. to get another little bit. Right, guys, it's not Keanu Reeves. Okay, do you need to hear it again? One second here now. Yeah, I discovered acting. I came to acting at the age of 10 professionally. I But I did little things in school, starting with elementary school, where I did my first performance. Okay, 086-1800-658. Don't worry, we're, there'll be clues because I haven't a clue. I don't have a clue who <laughs> really? the voice is. Oh, okay. Well, you see, maybe it's my devastated heart. It's just clouding oh, all my brain just, cells yeah, now at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's get talking about Keanu. He's back. John Wick. He, John Wick, chapter four, <laughs> direct, directed by Chad Stelinski. It's the fourth installment, obviously, of what I am calling the Wiki Wiki John Wikiverse. <laughs> um, and after the events of the previous films in New York City, John Wick is preparing to exact his revenge against the High Table, who are essentially the assassin Illuminati. And he's recovering to his full power mode while hiding underground with the Bowery King, played by Lawrence Fishburne. It's all right. They're way more clever <laughs> than I am. You're, you're all good. Yeah. It was just sadness that was. <laughs> Stop sadness stop me yeah <laughs> so he starts to make his first move against the high table and his allies New York Continental Hotel manager Winston Scott played by Ian McShane and concierge Sharon are summoned to the Marquis Vincent de Gramont play, it was a new character played in this film by Bill Skarsgård who's an actor I'm I love him of. yeah and he is a senior member of the high table he chastises Winston for his failure to assassinate John Wick and exacts a costly punishment which leads John to challenge the Marquis to what is essentially pistols at dawn but because this is a John Wick movie it's got to be pistols knives nunchucks machine guns samurai swords <laughs> and fists at dawn so we have a little clip here of uh, he's preparing for the duel okay here he is Bonjour, Monsieur Wick, and welcome to La Resistance. A little far from home, aren't you? Well, your little act of uncivil disobedience inspired me, John. I'm branching out, spreading my wings. How goes the grand farewell tour? Coming to an end. So it seems, so it seems. 42 regular, wasn't it? It's Kevlar front to back. The latest in ballistic chic. Appropriate for all formal occasions. Weddings, funerals, high table duels. After all, man has to look his best when it's time to get married. Or buried. 
Oh, I mean, come on. That's iconic stuff there. Lawrence oh. Fishburne opposite Keanu Reeves once yeah, again. Fantastic. I mean, I'm Morpheus all for it. Morpheus and Neo. Yeah, Morpheus and Neo together again. Uh, yeah, so look, I, Keanu Reeves, I think, is the only one who... who like, I love this franchise and he's the one who could, uh, could keep this going for as long as it has for four movies because he's so Keanu on screen in a way that nobody else could be. I would be shocked if he had more than 10 lines of dialogue in this entire film. <laughs> but I think he probably learned a little bit from Clint Eastwood who, you know, would get a script and go, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that. The less I say, the more I'll seem like a, 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 a bad, uh, you know, a bad Per, uh, you know, a badass, you know, say it, man. Badass, okay, I didn't know if I could. I just, you have work experience people in there today. <laughs> <laughs> but the language that John Wick communicates with is action. Okay, yeah. and this is this gives it action threefold, fourfold, fivefold. I think this franchise has gotten better and better as it's got uh, gone on. The supporting characters are brilliant. Bill Skarsgård as the Marquis, this arrogant, entitled French aristocrat who, and I'm going to use the word magnificent because that's the kind of character he is. Yeah. And the world of John Wick, as the movies have progressed, has become increasingly baroque since the first one. The first one was about a man who had his car robbed and his dog killed and he went out to get retribution. But then there's it's been ramping up. But it's always been a world of fashion and flair and big cathedrals and art galleries and amazing suits and the marquee this character is a guy who wears the most expensive suits but he doesn't have a tenth of the class of Lawrence Fishburne's Berry King who walks around in a shabby moth-eaten overcoat and lives in a basement you've this. got an amazing uh, Hong Kong actor action legend Donnie Yen who brings complexity and physicality to his role as a as a blind assassin who was once John Wick's friend but now he's set against him Winston played by Ian McShane and Sharon played by Lance Reddick who sadly passed away suddenly just last week if, that's people, right yeah yeah people would know him from The Wire and Lost and countless other things they bring great gravitas and grounding because the world is almost a little bit comic booky sometimes mm. you know what I mean because it has all this arcane lore and rules now, it's two hours, 49 minutes. Love it. It's a yeah. whopper, but it never bored me or never seemed to drag. You could argue that there were bits that if they were cut out, it still would have been a great film, but they're great bits. So it's a testament to how good that they were that, you know, people, the director said, we're going to keep it in. So absolutely, John Wick 4 fantastic fantastic I'm loving that I'm really excited to go and see this now uh, something that's coming to Netflix The Night Agent haven't heard much about this tell us about this no I haven't and I really want people to kind of look at if you like action this is another action thing or a thriller political thriller I guess Uh, it's uh, based on a Matthew Quirk 2012 book of the same name and it kicks off with a great set piece a massive subway bombing attack in which an FBI agent Peter Sutherland played by uh, Gabriel Basso he saves a load of lives but becomes the target of this alt-right YouTube channel community who believed that he was he was involved in the attack himself so the FBI kind of don't know what to do with him so he's relegated to the basement of the White House where he essentially has to sit by a phone and wait for it to ring in case any of the agents might need uh, immediate assistance but the phone never rings so he does kind of admin and all this but you know of course because things have to happen one night it does ring and we have something from the trailer here just to give you an idea Okay here it is the night agent Have you ever heard of night action? It's a top-secret investigative program within the FBI. So you want me to be a night agent? God, no. I want you to answer the phone for them. It rarely rings. Yes, 
go ahead. I'm in danger. There's intruders. What do I do? It's going to be all right. I'm on my way. We just lost two federal agents. They suspect someone in the White House of being involved. They're after me now, aren't they? Go! I have orders to protect you with my life. The more you know, the more dangerous this becomes. You have no idea what you're getting into. Oh, come on, I'm all on board. The night agent, that sounds amazing. It is, that's great. It's 10 episodes. It reminded me a little bit of 24 in its heyday. Yes, you know what I mean? Love that. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got, you've heard there, what happens is you've got this, uh, she's uh, uh, Rose Larkin, her name is, played by Lucianne Buchanan, and she's staying with her aunt and uncle, and she thinks, I don't want to spoil too much, but she thinks that they're just normal people. Turns out that they're night agents and people are after them, and there's killers in the house. So she rings the number that they give him, and then P- uh, Peter answers the phone, and he comes to kind of, handle her if you like and then it turns out that there's a mole in the White House and it's just twisty and turny and everything you want in a political thriller you know um, it is uh, it, it is propulsive it's fun it's slick the action is great now it's different kind of action to John Wick do you know yeah. what I mean but it is perfectly negotiated the performances are really good Gabriel Basso who plays our lead character is fantastic I, I've only seen him in one other, one other thing but he's really good in this at the at the start I kind of thought oh he's just going to be a white bread one of these FBI clean cook guys you know but he is really good he brings layers to, to the performance um, and you get a, a it's I watched this I didn't have high hopes for it and I watched it going this is better than it needs to be yeah. it's great oh, it's run by uh, a guy called Sean Ryan he's the showrunner and he was um, in charge of The Shield which was a great oh, bit of brilliant. As, yeah. good as, as good as the were so if you're looking for great acting kills galore pacey plot with more twists than a corkscrew watch The Night Agent fantastic what a great summary of it The Night Agent's uh, new streaming uh, review on Netflix now before we get to our TV movies of the weekend we have another action packed uh, thing to mention as well Nile, because you know people might remember that we do a podcast and we have quite the action movie this week that we discuss in the podcast that's right we discuss Sic- Sicario yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the the fantastic Denise Villeneuve movie so often we spotlight one film and we talk about that and this was a pick of our co-host Ross so you can find it uh, if you follow The Real Take Yep. Um, oh, yeah it's everywhere so, everywhere and yeah. it's just a little bite-sized one that, and it's a one that sort of got maybe a little bit overlooked in terms of yeah. publicity around the time uh, so if you fancy having a listen to that it's on all platforms now now getting to our TV movies for the weekend and of course Friday TG Cahar they never let us down really do they with the westerns this is not a western this oh, is, is a not? southern oh, okay. this is an a, well <laughs> this is a southern I'm going to call it southern okay. hemisphere this is an Australian western ah. the man from snowy snowy river okay and this stars uh, Kirk uh, Douglas in dual roles he plays twin brothers wow but it's about a young man his father dies and he has to go to work to earn money uh, he works on a, a a horse ranch for Kirk Douglas and uh, he falls in love with the girl that he wants to marry he has to kind of prove himself but it's a really good it's actually based on a poem an Australian wow. poem would you believe yeah I've never but heard of you, it yeah have you not no and there was a there was a TV series it's huge in Australia but it's definitely worth watching okay Man, Man from, from Snowy, Snowy River, River. Uh, and another one uh, on Saturday and this is great this is a Coen's Brothers classic this one. Oh, it is also on TG Carr at 9.45 Barton Fink from 1991 set in 1940 41, a New York playwright, Barton 
Fink, played by John Turturro, gets a, gets a, accepts an offer to write movie scripts in LA, and he gets writer's block. And Brilliant. as you would expect, more and more bizarre things in a Coen brother, uh, Coen brothers film happens. Uh, John Goodman is amazing in this. Amazing film. people yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely brilliant, Barton Fink. Uh, then going to Sunday and a classic. Oh, it is, yeah. And again, I wanted to mention it because Topol recently passed away, who plays Tevye in Fiddler on the Roof. This is the 1971 film adaptation of it. It's at 2.15. Now, it's a long one. I think it's three hours and 20 minutes. But if you've nothing else to do, you can go and fall asleep and wake up for the songs because the songs are great. (laughs) He's a poor Jewish milkman living in a town called Anatevye, and he is burdened with having five daughters and he has to marry them all off. But there's some great songs, classic songs in it. Fantastic. I'm getting a message actually from James. Uh, the night agent, absolutely brilliant. Couch potato the whole night. Couldn't walk away from it, says James in Drada. So there you go. James Fantastic. also a fan of it as well. And uh, you better tell them who our mystery voice is, but I think they're all getting it. Good, good. It was not Keanu Reeves. Yeah. It was Lauren, his good friend, Lawrence Fishburne. It was indeed. Niall, thank you so much for Jam Packed Real Reviews. We'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Bye. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. All morning we are on the streets of Dundalk. We are supporting the Irish Cancer Society's Daffodil Day. Pat O'Shaughnessy is out meeting the volunteers. We join him for the last time. How are you getting on, Pat? You're very welcome along, Sinead. Yeah, for, well, for us it's the last time today, but of course for Daffodil Day it's far from the last time. It's going on right across the country, as we said, all over. Every town and village will have a little table, will have volunteers in there bright luminous vests collecting for this wonderful wonderful cause and as you heard there when we were talking to Tara Mackle and Louise Mackle actually stories that would lift and warm your heart and it's wonderful what it means to the families when you hear people talk like that uh, when they're on the the beneficiaries of such uh, generosity of the public here um, the coordinator here for Dundalk and the Lions Club is Tygo Sullivan and he joins me now and he's on fire to get away from me not because he doesn't want to talk to me but because he has them phoning him from right around the Dundalk area this stuff is going that quick so that's a it, wonderful wonderful complaint to have yeah, it, is, it is yeah and unfortunately because we ordered the same amount of stuff that we needed last year and we have an awful lot more locations this year so we're running out of stuff very quickly which is a good complaint to have so it is yeah it doesn't, doesn't that show the strength strength and, and the brand and what this day actually means to people. It does. Well, I'll give you an example of generosity. I went over to one of our volunteers in L Street because they were running out of stuff and this man was going out to the van and he stopped and he went down the wind and he says, what's this cause for? So she told him and he put a 50 euro note into the box. A 50 euro 50 note? 50 note into the box. You know, Isn't that it's, just extraordinary? Oh, it's, it's amazing, yeah. And when we were we went over to two of your volunteers, when you see the volunteers who are actually coming from families who are going through the struggle through, that yeah, is cancer. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like without that, I mean, we have only about 18 members on the line club, and without all the volunteers we're getting, there's no way that we could cope with something like this, you know. And, and, and for what it means, when you hear those stories, for, for oh, what it means, to those oh, volunteers. Yeah. I think that people are delighted to be able to help because they've all been through cancer in their families yeah, and yeah. Are, are currently going through it, you know. Um, and I think we're all in the same boat. Everybody in our family has suffered in some way with it. So, and, you know, it's such a unique thing. We've been involved over my lifetime in, in, in the radio, so many different causes, so many different collections, four different organisations. But today, I know there was the hiatus of COVID and you came back yeah. last year and you've taken it over for the second year and you made 24 grand last year. But when you see... The 
the way people light up. They're not only just giving you money, they're talking to you and telling you stories. Yeah, and you know what? You, it's one of these collections, you don't have to ask people for money. Yeah. People are actually coming up to you yeah. and you nearly said they're glad to be able to help, I yeah. think, but a yeah. lot of them are. Yeah. You know, so. well, well, I better let you get back to the van or the trailer or the lorry, whatever it is, but with this merchandise to stock your other stops okay. around Dundalk. Thanks very much, Pat. We appreciate the coverage. It all helps. Yeah. Does, yes. Thank you very much. Okay. And of course, we appreciate the gener- generosity of people like yourselves. Oh, yeah. and, and the people are donating as well. So yeah, yeah. Wonderful, Sinead. Absolutely wonderful stuff. And it's fantastic to see. I mean, really is something special. It warms your heart. It just lifts your spirits to see what we are at. And there's people coming up giving me grief here on my right hand side the whole time. They just won't let me go. But anyway, that's the way it is. I'm going to make sure now the fellow who was slagging me as I was doing a wine up there that he puts plenty of money in the bin. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Oh, fantastic generosity there. Keep it going. Uh, they will be selling the the, the, the flowers at shopping centres around the, the northeast, including Dundalk, Drogheda at Navantown Centre as well. And they're all over the place. But if you aren't out and about, you can donate as well at cancer.ie. Westlife with Uptown Girl bringing our show to a close. Before I go, Flame and Eamon, you are getting our tickets to the Omniplex Cinema. Well done. And don't forget, Niall will have another mystery voice for you again next week. That is my lot for today and for this week. Thank you so much for your company all week and thank you to the guests. Have a great weekend. I'll chat to you Monday. The 11 to 1 show. 